contacting that referral, uh, we advocate measuring that time in hours, not in days. Hours or 24 hours right? max. Yeah. Because you need to communicate. You're setting the tone with that, that potentially new client from the start. Like, hey, how I communicate is how I communicate. Like, I take this seriously. Welcome to Pipelineology, the business-to-business podcast for agencies, consultants, coaches, and businesses looking to build a pipeline of hot prospects ready to buy their products and services. Never wonder where your next client is coming from. To learn more about our strategies, services, and for resources on building your sales pipeline, visit Pipelineology.com. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Pipelineology. I am your host, Gary Ruplinger, and today I am pleased to be joined by Daryl and Jody Beckert from The Trust Method. Jody, Daryl, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Let's be here. Oh, it is my pleasure to have you. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for, uh, for our discussion today and our topic. But before we jump into that, for anybody who's not familiar with, uh, with you, could you just give a little bit of background, your story, and uh, how you got here? Sure. Yeah, we've, um, we've been in the customer service space for Twenty-five years Many each, years. In, in various different things. Jody That's had, really dating us. I know. Um, <laughs> we'll that. Um, um, yeah. So you know, Jody has a has a past as an interior designer. Um, I've worked for years as a commercial photographer. Um, my previous career to that was like, of all things, was actually in foot health. So like making orthotics and braces for people. So with this very varied background that has brought us to working in the customer experience space. Well, excellent. Most, most recently, the, the thing that's kind of led to probably answering the question you're about to ask, but is what led to us sparking this idea is actually working in, in the charity space. We spent about four years uh, living between here, our home in Canada mm-hmm. and in Mexico, working with charities, um, build up, um, working in um, child sponsorship, like building up a system to help, help deal with the logistics of, the, of child sponsorship. Yeah, so in, in 2014, we... We packed up our kids, we rented our house, we paused our businesses at the time because we were full-blown entrepreneurs at the time. And so we moved down to Mexico and um, we were actually weren't even sure why we moved down there. Uh, we just felt like it was something that we needed to do. We felt like there has to be more to life than just the what we had going at the time, even though business was good. Um, but we wanted to have a different experience, I guess. And we wanted to show that to our kids. And uh, when we got down there, we started to meet all these amazing nonprofits that were feeding kids and helping them with their education, giving them shoes, um, um, giving them school supplies. And what we found was that um, they have these relationships with their, the donors that come down to visit them because uh, we were in the city of Mazalan, which is very tropical. There's a lot of volunteers that come down to go come and help. But we saw that they were this amazing organization, but, but we felt like if their relationship was stronger, what kind of impact would that make on the, what they wanted to do for, for these, these kids? And, yeah. Like when, when yeah. they came back home, you know, you, you're down, say you're, you're a snowboarder and you're down there for two months and you have these amazing experiences because you can actually go make an impact in someone's life. And then you go home. If there's nothing to bring home with you, you just bring stories and, 
And so if that, that, yeah. if that and, then, yeah. and there's a, this fall off where, where um, if there was more that they could bring home to excite other people, um, everyone could potentially win more people coming, you know, actually spending their vacation time helping people in addition to, in addition to relaxing and enjoying the warm climate, um, like they're being fulfilled as people. And obviously the people who are receiving the help are being fulfilled because they're having a need met. So this scenario where everybody could win if they, if these ministries could share themselves more, these charities, just be able to, to help them connect the dots. Yeah. And so we saw this amazing opportunity for these nonprofits to invite their donors into the process of working with them. Cause if we can strengthen, we can strengthen, strengthen that relationship, then like they're in it together. And when we can do things together, we can be stronger and we can make more impact. Um, so that left us very curious. Um, and it wasn't until this past year that we realized our work there brought us to what we have developed for entrepreneurs today. Um, the process of inviting our best clients into our work and partnering with them, um, which makes um, what we know to be a stronger referral um, to grow their business. So that's a bit of a background. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thank you for sharing that. That's a, that's a really cool, cool story. So I think that does lead in really naturally then kind of to this next, uh, to the topic of today's episode, which is getting referrals, which I know uh, every, Every, this is every business owner's favorite type of client, right? Is the person who's pre-sold. They, they already tr know, like, and trust you. Somebody said nice things about you. And today we're going to talk about how, how to actually get, get those people. So I guess my first question is then, where do I start? Well, it's the, the <laughs> first thing to start is like you, you, you've already kind of, you've said it in your, in your intro is that, um, you have these people who have this experience and it's just so natural for them to be like, Oh my goodness, if you're going to sell your house, you have to go with this person. Like they are going to give you the best example. They're, they're going to get you into the house. that fits not the one that gives them the best commission. If you're going to get your car fixed, your grandma needs your car fixed. This is a mechanic you can trust. He's going to do the right thing. We have these experiences that we bank. Right. And, and we naturally want to share them. Um, but but when you, when you look at how people share, well, there's a difference, right? There's a, there's some people share really emphatically and some people are like, well, you could go here or here, or, you know, ah, I don't really know. They're, they're less willing to put their name on the line with it. Right. So the very fact that things could vary that much means there has to be variables under the surface that change. Like why is one person emphatic about a business and some, another person isn't like, what's going on underneath the surface of that? Because um, like one referral is not the same as the next, right? So that'd be the first thing that I would get someone to understand is it is not a static commodity, right? Even, even with, even with one client who's referred to you, that client will actually go, that, re that relationship isn't static either. It's dynamic. It will change and evolve as the relationship with the business changes, right? And it can change to the positive, but it can also change to the negative. And and so recognizing like, hey, this is an ongoing dynamic relationship between not just two people, it's actually between three people, right? So you're, say you're my client, we've got this great relationship, I've, I've worked, you know, you're, you're happy with how you serve, you're happy with the results, we've got that relationship. You have a relationship with a friend who's like, hey, I think that you need these guys, right? Because they helped me through a tough spot. 
Well, now that's, that's two independent relationships. And there's this, now it's becoming this triangle. Hey, I'm going to bring you into this conversation. Literally nowadays we do it in group messages, right? Okay. I'm going to bring this person in. I'm going to connect you guys. I think that, you know, you need what this person does. And I think I trust it, you know, whatever you're literally doing it in this three person messenger thing. But relationally, that's an interesting dynamic because I'm still going to have a relationship with you, right? You're still my client. You're still going to have a relationship with your friend or whatever that, that level is. But now there's this new dynamic between me and this other person. Um, and if you study human nature, well, we aren't static. We're dynamic. We're complex. We, you know, we have good days and bad days. We have experiences that set us off. We have baggage, yeah. right? We've been burned by the other person, you know, 10 people in a row in this space or whatever, like uh, between mechanics and used car salesmen, that's why referral. <laughs> yeah. So the first part is just, just understanding, Hey, there's a lot going on here. This re referral isn't a thing. Right. And, and when we recognize this isn't a thing that can be acquired, this is actually people. It means that that relationship is what actually matters. So logically, if a relationship matters to you, then how you connect and how you show up is the way to influence it. Okay, so it's not, not some. It's it's more about relationships than the you know, not actually a commodity referral thing. It's how how okay. So how do we build those relationships to kind of move us towards this end goal of being the being the person that gets referred? Yeah, and I think um, what I was going to say prior to that was that I think a lot of times we see referrals as a one and done. So we get the referral and then we, we might think we might have gratitude, gratitude, or we might just forget and we'll move on, which stops that relationship right there from growing any further. But then we have an expectancy that that, that referral should grow over time, but we haven't done anything to nurture that relationship or provide it fertilizer for it to grow and evolve and, and change as, as these relationship change. So mm -hmm. yeah, I guess, yeah, to answer your, um, question on how do we develop these relationships? Um, it, it starts from understanding what do our clients need from us? Um, it, which is a, the biggest step, right? Yeah. And so, so if you think about relationships that matter in your life, the ones that matter, you make space for, right? Um, hey, oh, I got to remember to phone my mom because it's been a while, right? And it's the, it's the acquaintances that you drop off or, you know, like that the childhood best friend that you don't really have a connection with as an adult anymore. And it's like, Oh, Hey, two years have gone by since we've connected. Right. Those sort of things just happen. There's this sense of drift, but the relationships that matter, you make time for, you make priority for, right. You have, you recognize, Hey, it's a two way street. I need to call you to get together for coffee. Just like you need to do the same. And so, so the, the way to start leveraging this is, is putting yourself in a position of intentionality. So what do I need to do so that I actually pay attention to what matters in this relationship? As the business owner, that responsibility, that burden falls on you, mm -hmm. right? Okay, someone has referred me, I need to acknowledge it. I need to take it seriously because if I wait a week, what that actually can communicate is like, oh, I guess they don't really need referrals that badly, right? I wanted my friends, I, I literally did this with, with someone. Um, someone wanted their hedge, hedges trimmed like, in a couple of days, because they had, you know, like they're having an event or something. And I'm like, oh, hey, I know someone who does this. I know that they need this side work. 
tried to connect the dots and like four days goes by and he didn't reach out to her. And meanwhile, she's moved on and he's like, oh yeah, that's great. I'm like, dude, that ship sailed like two days ago. Right. And so there's like this, this, and in his mind, he wasn't being malicious. He wasn't mm-hmm. being whatever. It was just, it what like it didn't, because there wasn't anything keep binding him to it. It slipped his mind and, um, and he didn't recognize the urgency, but the, the downside of that is like, it communicated to me is like, Hey, I know that you need this, but you have to take it seriously. Cause if I'm going to put my reputation on the line with this person, like I look like a fool now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to be reticent to put myself in that position again. Um, and that person has moved on. So we've lost that opportunity. And so, so literally, I mean, we, we, uh, we actually sell a, a tracking system because we actually need a system to keep ourselves accountable and to, to get ourselves to connect. So it seems like counterintuitive to say, I need a system to be spontaneous, but that's exactly <laughs> what we advocate for. The system gives you a structure to be like, okay, go make an intentional connection with this person because I put that thing on my calendar. Right? Yeah. And on the other side of that, um, when we speak of relationship building, um, we see not only is that a, a huge missed opportunity, because we feel like if you are someone who serves people well, loves people, wants the best for your, your clients, you should be shared. And so that's where that opportunity comes in. And that's where relationship has the biggest impact. Um, one of our clients, um, his name is Anthony, and he's, he's come into our, our system and he has started looking at his referrals and he's having small conversations and it's a, it's a, a very consistent process, but he's turning to like uh, realize these relationships that he can build with his clients. And he was already serving amazingly and he was already having connections. He was already getting referrals. He was already getting referrals. Like a lot of you um, may be listening today. Um, But now he can see that all the opportunities that can open up over time because um, of uh, what we've laid out for him to be able to tap into, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, And now he, you know, since last time I talked to him just a couple days ago, you know, he's got referrals coming in here and there, and he's just so excited to have these conversations with these clients. Yeah. There's yeah. In a lot of cases, he's like, Oh, I just did this kind of follow-up that you taught us to do. And two days later, there's another referral and it was a better fit than the last one. Right. Mm -hmm. And what's, what's happening there when we're actually having these connections, we're inviting this person in and they're seeing their value as the connector. Right. Right. Um, so Oh, Hey, I remember what that was like. I remember the frustration of, you know, whatever the industry problem is and, and Oh yeah, he really helped me through that. Well, I want that for my friend and it's, I'm empowered now as the referrer to be like, Oh my goodness. I know who is going to help you through that, that, you know, that's that challenge that you're in with, with your life. He helped me. Right. And some of that is just, is, I mean, gratitude definitely takes people there, but also like there's a subtle promise of like, Hey, remember when you were here? And like, oh yes, I remember. And you know, it, it'll be like, Hey, that person that you referred two weeks ago, they just hit this milestone. They just had this aha moment in our, in our program. And they're like, oh yeah, I remember that. And then it's like, oh, I know someone else who's like that in that spot right now. And I get to help save them. Right. So they're now empowered. And this, so this is where like circling back to the, to the donor charity space, what this is what we realized was this is the exact same mechanics, right? If there's an amazing charity that makes a difference for people, pulling people off the streets, ending trafficking, whatever it is, why on earth would we not get ourselves behind that? 
Why would we not advocate for that, right? Um, Especially if we feel invited into that right? process. The more I'm yeah. invited into being part of and seeing what's happening and, you know, hey, like, a, like Charity Waters, like here's literally the well, here's pictures of this going up, here's the impact, here's the stories coming from these families who, who are using it. And you'll never, likely never go to that city in Africa to see it, but you can actually be a part of it. Well, there's, a, there's an addicting nature to be like, I wanna be part of that change more, but I wanna bring people into that change because I can actually see it, we're part of it, right? So if that works for charity, it should work for businesses that change people's lives or have impact on people's lives. Mm -hmm. uh, because the same human, human qualities are going on there. We want to help each other. We want to help someone out of a tough spot. This is why you would pull someone out of a car wreck. This is why you would run into a house you know, to, to rescue a kid if it was on fire, right? We all have that in us. It's just been tamped down by you know, the used car salesman and those really pleasing experiences, <laughs> right? But we, we have it. It just needs to be nurtured and brought out and celebrated. I think sometimes we need almost the permission to show up human the way that, you know, we feel is right to show up. Um, and I think that's the one of the greatest things about um, hearing some of Anthony's stories is, is he's getting all these referrals, um, even, even more so than he was before. And he didn't have to ask. He didn't have to feel awkward about it. He's, he gets to show up. Um, with who he is and he gets to communicate through his unique values versus um, maybe what, you know, the world tells us to do or your specific industry. So I think that's the, the impact and there. The, the challenging part for entrepreneurs to swallow with this. Um, and this is, this is, I think the conflict is in that moment, it actually isn't about you or your program or your business at all, right? It is about the person who's going to refer. They're the hero of the story. In the charity space, that's that's how like that's how you would coach a donor. The donor is the hero. The donor is the one who's making the difference. You're the vehicle for the for it, right? So what we saw in our our time in Mexico was the that charities that where they were struggling was they're so busy doing the thing so that much. they forgot to invite people in. They're so, so busy with the first sale and the fulfillment that they forgot to invite people in or they assumed that people would just invite their way mm -hmm. into it versus like intentionally making that like we are going to make it easy we're going to pave the way for you to come have this experience um and and so if you think about it, that business ways what we really need to do is pave this way so that advocacy is the the natural byproduct right mm -hmm. um that because we like i said we have that innate thing that we do want to help and save people when we see them in trouble and I, I, I love I love that what you're saying there. I mean, I know like that really resonates with me as well is that if I'm going to refer refer somebody to to a business, I'm doing that because I want to look good. I, I, I want I want them to say, come back to me and say, hey, thanks for referring me. They helped me out. They did that. I, I want to feel like, you know, that's why I did it. Not to not really because I wanted to help the business out so much rather than I think selfishly I want it to look good and, mm -hmm. and do that. Yeah, and that's so, not wrong. No, it, it's, it's, <laughs> so in inside of our program, one of the things that we teach them why why we use a system and tracking as part of connecting is that is that there's actual um, dimensions to why we do what we do. What was our motive? What are we looking for? Um, like like in this relation, you you just identified. Sometimes we refer because we like. Hey, I want to be known as the people who know all the good people, right? So like, it's a, it's a reputation thing. It's not wrong. It just, it is what it is. 
right? Mm -hmm. Some people refer because they, I really want to help your business, right? Um, I really want, I, I care about, I just referred my parents to something that was like on, on the topic of health. I don't want an affiliate. Like if they, if that business came to me with an affiliate thing, it would feel wrong. That's not why I did it. Right. I want my, I want my kids to have more years with their grandfather. Right. Um, so you would actually make it dirty if you offered me money. Right. What I want is I want to hear the transformation story. I want to hear like, but that's not the case with every single, you know, there are cases where that affiliate thing, yeah, that I'm, I'm motivated by in, in business. We do lots of affiliate stuff. I'm motivated by that secondary to like them getting help. Right. Um, so even when it comes to that, the, the bribe part, you can incentivize referrals and you can do it in a way that still aligns with your ethics. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, so it's not that you, you shouldn't or whatever. It's just that it has to fit. Who is this person? And recognizing that for some people, you might actually lose a referral source because of how you did that. You might gain some, gain some others, but now you're potentially gaining people depending on how you structured it that are looking for, they're looking for the money from you and they're not necessarily as invested in why you do what you do. Right? Yeah, and I don't know about you, Gary, but um, I usually refer for a few reasons. So I resonate with what you said. You said, I, I refer because like, I, I want to feel good that I, I hooked them up to this great person. Right. And so I understand that because I'm a huge connector. I love to refer things that I believe in and that I trust. Um, but also I have a secondary motive and it just depends on what it is. So do you find like you have secondary motives for why you refer? Is it sometimes like affiliate or, um, you just want to help? You know, it's interesting how that has evolved for me over the years is that I, you know, the in the affiliate space, we can, if we go back to that, for like for me personally, early 2000s, probably up till 2010, I was really big in that space. But these days, I, I don't do a lot of affiliate incentivized things. I, uh, it, it's just kind of, I think it's the appeal of it is kind of lost. And I, oftentimes I will feel like, uh, kind of like what you were saying, Daryl, is that if it was incentivized, I don't know that I would feel as good about doing it. And I would kind of feel like, well, is this a little dirty? Am I, am I recommending these people because they're going to pay me versus this other one? So it, there's yeah. that <laughs> turmoil in my head. Of choices. So This one's better, but this one pays, actually pays a commission. And you're left as a person making a choice. Who do I recommend, right? And so it, it says something about you. It says something about that relationship. Well, hey, if this was my friend, I would say this one. But if it's just the public, I would use this one. Like you're making these choices yourself. Um, I don't. I don't think depending on how you structure things, you have to make a choice. You can actually, you know, affiliates is affiliates is a microcosm of this. It it it's a set of dimensions inside of what we've laid out in this mm -hmm. system. But it's one that in the business space is huge. Well, you you can you can do it. Set like a simple mechanism like you can only only you, you can only be an affiliate if you're a client which means you've actually experienced what i do right so that's one one way to flip that switch is like it's not just some stranger who's pushing your product even though they have no idea if it's a good fit or not it's mm -hmm. like you know people who've been through it are going to know generally if it's a good fit um there's so there's a bunch of ways to do it or not it doesn't really like the great thing as a business you can do whatever you want yeah right? and i think um one of the saddest part is sad parts is that I think we expect that if we do incentivize, 
it will guarantee these, these referrals. I know there's someone that just went through our um, workshop just a couple of days ago. And he says, he said, we incentivize a lot, but we're not seeing the referrals on the back end. So it's just, it, then it leaves the entrepreneur or the small business in a place of, they feel like they, they've served well, but they're not in control of the process to get these amazing referrals that they should be, especially if they're serving well, they love people, they do a good job, they have these amazing outcomes, you should be referred. And so it's kind of left him scratching his head wondering, well, I'm incentivizing. why, why is this not happening? So I think, yeah, one of the reasons why I think he bought our workshop, because he wants to understand what can I do to, you know, put a system in place that um, can allow me to, I think being a little bit more in control. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's sort of, you know, talking about the dimensional part, there's more than just money. There's more reasons that we do things. And when we understand that the money component in affiliate is just one piece of a bigger piece, when we figure out, Oh, Hey, I can do this and it still fits. And my people are going to be okay with it. There's your answer. Or your business might be like, you know what? I have to take this out. This is not going to, do what we want. I'm going to find a way to reward people another way, right? Once you once you understand the makeup of why people do what they do, you can actually make a choice that fits your business. And versus kind of what's out there is the, you know the one size fits all. Like, oh, hey, here's how to do an affiliate program. I'm like, I would look at that and say, well, it totally depends. What are you What are you trying to achieve? What do you want? What's the relationship with your clients? The answer could be yes, do it this way. It could be maybe. It could be no. Like this isn't going to be a good fit. It totally does depend on all of those factors. Um, but the great part is like, again, you're, you're, it's your business. You can, once you know how to do it, you can structure it so that it serves you and serves your clients. No, I like I that. Like so if somebody does, let's say, uh, send a ref, send you, somebody sends you a referral and uh, that person becomes a client, do you have like a, a recommendation of how, how do you appropriately thank the person who did the referring? Do you, is it as simple as uh, just actually sending them a message saying thank you? Is it sending them notes, sending a little gift? Uh, do, do you have some recommendations for, for someone there to, I guess, well, I mean, the goal is if they refer, just want to thank them. And then how do I get them to refer again? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that is the, the crux of how our workshop and our tracking and connection tool work together is we actually built it to be as adaptable as possible because I didn't want to tell somebody how to connect and when to connect because it totally depends on the business, right? But yeah, there is a, there actually is a connection sequence that we advocate for. Um, Jody was telling a story about Anthony. He, he, his business, he'll probably have the average client because of the length of, it's almost like a year that, of his program. He's probably going to connect with them at least 12 times about about the progress of that referral. But, but it's structured in a way that it's just natural. It's just this natural thing that jumps into a conversation. Um, and that's, that's because of how his program is structured. That setup that he has isn't gonna work for every business, right? But um, so starting at the start, I mean, contacting that referral, uh, we advocate measuring that time in hours, not in days. Hours or 24 hours right? max, yeah. Because you need to communicate. You're setting the tone with that, that potentially new client from the start, like, Hey, how I communicate is how I communicate. Like I take this seriously. Um, you know, versus, versus like, you know, people will post a vanity post. I'll be blunt with it. 
oh, you know, super slamming busy November, right? What that communicates, if you're not careful, is, oh, well, I have a friend who really needs help. If you're super busy, you're probably going to be distracted and you're not going to be able to serve them, right? You create, like, it plants a seed of doubt whether or not this is a good time or should I even bother, right? Where, where with communication, hey, you know what? They're slow, they're busy, they communicate the same way every single time. I can count on them to respond within whatever frequency they be, make normal. So, so if you follow up with a referral within 24 hours, then you just do that every single time. That's just the way that it is. And people get used to like, oh, hey, you know what? I know they're busy, but they're still, their system, they're on it. I can trust them, right? So we advocate for like a quick connection with whoever has been referred and then connecting with the person who did the referral to say, hey, I met with them or we've chatted, we've got a meeting in the books, like whatever, whatever your sales process looks like, you're communicating like, I'm already, I've already contacted them. Like I'm taking this seriously. I'm so thankful. This is huge. That's, that's just, that should just be happening with everybody. It's shocking how often that doesn't happen. Right. I'm, uh, I'm jotting notes down myself cause I can, I'm, I'm hearing you say things of like, Oh, I have, I have made some of those mistakes of not, well, of, of not, uh, not being <laughs> in the hours category. Because <laughs> we are human. That's the biggest <laughs> thing that it's, um, yeah, the biggest thing that we have actually even, even just struggled to put the right messaging out, uh, on a sales page or in mess in whatever we're doing is this isn't it. Like, this isn't condemnation. We have all done this. Mm -hmm. These are mistakes that literally every single person has made because we are not consistent. Mm -hmm. No human is consistent. We're not robots, mm -hmm. right? This is why we believe so much in systems is systems help normalize, right? On your best day, you don't need a system you remember everything you're firing, whatever, how many best days do we have? Let's be <laughs> right? As um, we're slurping our coffee. So, so the, the system, the system is made for like, no, let's make every day your best day. That's what you normalize. And some days you, that system you heavily rely on to get you to do the right thing. And other days they're like, Oh, I, I barely even need the prompt. I've already done it before the prompt told me to do it. Right. But like we said with like Anthony's situation, if he's going to have like 12 connections in a year, how, even on our best day, how could we possibly remember where Gary is at with my connection with, with you or like those dimensionalities that we, we chatted about? Um, we can't possibly remember that, which is why we need systems. Um, and systems allow us to show up as the best human, you know, we possibly can to give people a consistent yeah. experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, those, those are just connections that just should be happening. And again, like I said, it's shocking how many times they're not happening, but, but that's okay. If you do that, you're already well ahead. If you find a way to do those two things consistently and well, and authentically, you're already like in the 80th percentile, right? But then, but then if we stop at gratitude, that's, that's great. We have those few steps and we have gratitude, which a lot of us honestly do. But the thing we see is past gratitude there is a relationship to, to develop that um that not many people are taking advantage of so that's where from our nonprofits um time and our time in the customer space we see these opportunities to connect deeper with people um and it takes time this is this is a process that can happen quick and and consistently over time yeah i'm, I'm um, thinking about charity water right now so hmm. So you could leverage the front end really well and get someone to donate because they, 
I mean, they have one of the best, most frictionless donation mechanisms possible. Mm-hmm. And you can organize a birthday and my birthday money goes to that. I and mean, they like, they're brilliant. But, and you could leave it there and it would be great. But then what they do is like, hey, you who donated in this batch, this is the village that got the well. And these are the stories of the people who are, who are no longer walking five miles to get water. This is the change in health because they're drinking clean water, right? So they go that much further to connect you to what the outcome was, right? Now you're part of it, right? So at the, in the business space, what you're trying to connect, and ideally this is really aimed at, at, at a client who's experienced it themselves, but even if they're not a client, hey, I've heard Gary's really good with this. I don't know for sure, but everyone that I know says that he's good. Um, so I mean, I'm inclined to trust these other 10 business owners who know what they're talking about. Um, you get to share with that person who referred, here's, here's why we do what we do. Here's how the, and, he, and this is the epiphany that they had along the way, right? So you actually get to educate your referrer if they don't know what you do by sharing the story of the person coming through it, right? And so, so they're knowing, they're learning more about how you do what you do, why you do what you do. And, and also it's like, oh, I'm seeing this transformation in this person, right? I'm so, oh man, they're, they're not at the office as much. They're with like, they're actually coming to the kids' soccer games because they're not so stressed out about getting leads because Gary's helped him smooth that out. Right. So it's, it's like, oh, wow. The, it's not just leads for lead's sake. It's like, oh, that has totally changed how he does business. He's home more, he's home for dinner, you know, whatever that is, like, that's the thing that we connect with as people, which is like, oh, I know people that need to not be stressed about leads or not, um, you know, like, you know, be, be at the soccer games or whatever. Like I'm going to hook them up with that person. Now I'm the one who's like, I'm going to change your family life by doing this one simple thing. Because, because, because of being invited into this, I can connect the dot that you couldn't see. Right. And that kind of advocate advocacy like, and it, it isn't hard. It takes intentionality, but it isn't hard because we all have it. Yeah. We I was just, just going to say, just it, need it the... does not have to be complicated. We do not have to tell amazing elaborate stories um, because, you know, we are all busy, but um, it takes just a few minutes, but and this I think could be... we underestimate the power of 30 seconds or a couple minutes um, of relationship building within our yeah. business of seeing it as a, from a customer lifetime value yeah the, the power of story so i so um i had someone go through this and i and they're like well this is you know like we've we've sketched out okay you're gonna you're gonna make about four contacts with this person over six months just just telling them where the progress is and so it's gonna take a couple minutes to think about okay this is where here's the story i want to tell and then you can record the video and you know i we heavily advocate for putting videos into dms as the easiest way to share something right because then you can pick up inflection, just like we're talking on video, right? Picking up body language, inflection, and right. Um, not that emails are bad. It's just that it it means that you read words through your own filter versus like someone is telling you and showing you their filter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like, oh, that that's that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, but what does a referral work to you? So if I were to tell you that you're going to spend 15 minutes over a few months doing these little connections, but it means a two thousand dollar sale. That's or the 20 best or 20,000. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's going to be the best 15 minutes you'd ever spend. Right. And this is somebody who doesn't need the long elaborate sales call because they're already warmed up because like, and they're warmed to that point where it's just like, Hey, I want you to help me. Like, where do I pay? 
right? Because all of that heavy lifting has been done by, by an impassioned referral. And that reframe is like, yeah, of course I'm like, if you make, if you can make that connection, like, yeah, I'll connect with this many, this person as many times as possible to tell them stories if that's, what's going to happen. Right. Now that's, that's brilliant. I think one of the really neat things I'm kind of hearing here is that you guys have a system, but I think when people think of systems, I think that, you know, it, it kind of takes the, the personalization and the human touch out of it where you actually, what you're doing is exactly the opposite. You're actually making a system to introduce the human touch and, and it kind of bring that into play more so than not having it where it was spontaneous. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. And it's why it's why, you know, like a system to connect like there, it's almost as counterintuitive or it's, it's a paradoxical kind of phrase because you're right. It, systems, systems feel like a dehumanizing thing. They feel very boring you know, um, as a non-system person um, systems. If you're not a system person, <laughs> not a tech person, it can be really boring. Um, so yeah, we want to make sure, like I said, uh, for someone who I love connecting with people, um, it allows me to be the better human um, because I know that I have something to follow. And we kind of call it our um, uh, pay by number almost because we've laid it all out. We've done all the heavy lifting in a sense of like, what are the next steps that I need to do? And then it, it shows you what to do. And then you get to act accordingly to what you feel like is authentic to the way you would respond or the story that you would tell or, you know, based off of your relationships. Um, and I think that's the key that we don't want to be telling people what to do or how to act. We, we just want them to have the ability to um, uh, show up as like the best valued business owner, because I think sometimes um, we want everyone to see our value, but we can go about it in a way that really puts the intention on ourselves, not the others who help us get there. And like we said, we are all guilty of this. I used to do it in my past businesses. And I was going yeah, to say like gonna... the, the home, the home renovation space is totally like, there's a, this will be harsh. There's a lot of ego in that, mm -hmm. right. Versus the, there's a power of saying like, look at what this family has been able to do. It's totally changed how they interact. That's the story. That's the connection story. But so much is like, like, oh, look how perfect our millwork was. And look how perfect this design was. Or And I did and it. And I did it. I, I did, did it. it. I knocked right? it out of the park. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, that's often what our industries tell us to do. And, and we just skate over where the actual power was. The power was like, this family couldn't all sit at the table. And now we knocked this wall out, did this thing, this is the thing. And like, they're together and like their life has changed and their interactions have changed because we did what we did to give them a design that served their family. Right. And it's, it's literally this one shift in focus, make it about the, the change, not about how you did the change. Yeah. Right. And people will connect the dots. They're like, you know, they'll connect the dots. They're like, Oh, only you guys could have done that because no one else would have thought of that solution. Right. But you're rather than hitting you over the head with the fact that, Oh, look how smart we are that we came up with that solution. So it's just, it's just a slight shift and it comes from humanizing. Right. So again, coming back to that, to the system, the system actually, the system we've designed humanizes the experience. And so, so literally if you're listening to this and you're writing down notes and you have ideas, you can start this. You don't even like, you could come up with your own system to start with and you're going to be treating people better. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, the great part is it's scalable. And yes, yes, that does sound like I'm not even endorsing my own thing, but 
Um, the great part's it's scalable because you could do that and try it. Like go, go try it. Literally go look at someone who's referred in the last couple months and tell them how thankful you are and tell them a story about what that person is now doing or an epiphany that they had midway or whatever and watch what happens. I guarantee it'll surprise you mm -hmm. because that person has never been thanked like that forever. Um, they will light up. That, that is like the social proof wise. That's the messages we always get. It's they're like, this is so much fun. I just talk about the change that this person has. And they, I just watch these people light up. Uh, and they're just so excited that they were part of that change. Um, that like that, it, that is hit, sitting hidden and we've all missed it for years, but that the power of that relationship has been there the whole time. It's just a, a precious few have actually been leveraging it. Right. Um, you see these people with these super impassioned followers and I guarantee you that's what they're leveraging to do that. Right. Um, but the great part is it's scalable. So take out a paper and notepad, go back to the last couple of referrals and just find an authentic way to connect with them. And you're going to get addicted to it. You're going to be like, Oh, Hey, if I just did a little bit more, if I did a little bit more, I did a custom session with someone yesterday, like really mapping out a custom strategy for different things. And the temptation is like, I want like, where's more of the tactics. I'm like, don't be deceived by the simplicity of this. Really. The only thing that you have to leverage more is starting to understand what story is going to impact this person the best for them to be able to find more people like that. Like that's the only little nuance that you're going to learn, but you're going to learn that from telling these stories. And so just let it, let it progress and scale with you. Um, and so, yeah, we have a workshop and a system that helps implement that. And, and it keeps, it, it scales up, it keeps going. There's a, there's this rabbit hole can go as deep as you want it to go. Um, but you're going to be making steps that are natural, right? Because every step is going to bring you back to your customer, serving your customer, connecting with your customer, um, investing in the relationship, investing in the change. And so as you do it, um, it will make sense to be like, hey, I'm going to go a little further. I'm going to have more nuance in my follow-up. I'm going to have a, um, a different system, you know, whatever the next product is, whatever it is, um, it just is going to take you that much further. Um, the other thing that I really like about it, yes, we're in the referral space. Mm -hmm. This and and so this isn't a hey you need referrals not paid advertising. This works in concert with. You literally could build a business just with referrals, and if it fits you, that's awesome because you actually have control of it. Mm -hmm. If you have paid acquisition, if you have other mechanisms, and you bring somebody into this experience and you design this experience intentionally, well, you just got more bang for your buck because they're going to stick around and they're going to bring more people, mm -hmm. right? So it literally works with the other things that you do. It's not an either or. That's amazing. And I, you know, the, the part I really kind of like about like your, your approach here is that it takes some of the kind of, this isn't kind of like the awkward ask everybody for referrals that kind of feels sleazy a little bit of, oh, oh, somebody signs up with you. Hey, who else do you know that would oh. want this? Which is one of those, like, I've like, if my, like my, my car insurance person or something, it's like, who else do you know? I, I, I never give a referral on that because I'm like, I don't know. I, I haven't even used this yet. I don't, I don't know how good it is. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's a timing. That's just a timing thing. Like the timing is off. The, the question is off and the timing is off. Right. If I got a chance to use it, we had that with one of those uh, you know, to the door meal companies and they were giving us, you know, five free kits for families, but they asked us like a day after getting it the first time we have literally hadn't cooked the meal yet. Who do you know that I could uh, pass? And this it's like the offer was super generous. Hey, they're going to get a week's worth of meals to try us out, and it's it's smart what they're doing. But literally, the timing and the ask were off. 
if they had asked me a couple of days later and they preface it by asking me, Hey, how, like, what was your first experience like cooking that meal? And I connect with that. Um, Hey, how much, like, was it, was it great being able to have a, you know, a bought, like plate to, uh, sorry, kitchen to plate in 25 minutes so that you could do more stuff with your family. Then it was like, Hey, who do you know that could benefit from, from that, you know, has a busy life or whatever. Guess what? I'm going to be thinking about people. Right. And this is, this is a big company that in our opinion is doing it wrong. They're close. They're super close, but they're just off a little bit because they're, they're missing that, that connection part. Um, and yeah, it could be that much more powerful. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you can say, we could talk about this all day long. We're very passionate about this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, there's so many missing opportunities that we want people to tap into, especially, like I said, if, if people are doing great work, um, they should be referred over and over and over. And it, and it, it can't, it shouldn't be complicated and it doesn't have to be hard and it can take minutes once you understand yeah. what's happening within um, your relationships. And it's, it's an advantage that, a small business has over a big business. Yeah. Right. Home Depot, Walmart, they have no idea who I am as a customer, right? Where most people who are listening to this, you're going to know a good amount of your customers, if not all of them. And you have, you have that ability to leverage relationship. Uh, you know, these big companies don't yet. We're following what the big companies do mm-hmm. right in the charity space. The charities were like, Oh, I'm going to do what world vision does. And like, they don't know us as donors. You know, your donors face to face leverage that. Like, don't look at what someone bigger is doing and idolize it. You have an advantage they would kill for. Yeah, it's right? very monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. You know, we see what other people are doing um, and what is going to work for them is not necessarily going to work for for us. So just being like bringing that to the surface. Um, and um, yeah, it all comes back to having a system, relationships, and then operating within your values. Um, that's the opportunity that we see for all small businesses, entrepreneurs, and consultants, coaches, for yeah. sure. I love it. So I guess if there's somebody out there who's kind of hearing this and says they, they can see something there and see the, the power of this, if they want to explore this deeper, what where should they go? Where should they go to kind of learn? You know, where, where is the entry point for them to, to get um, in your, your world? For that. We, have a, we have a workshop that takes you through um, the foundations of this. So here, here's why to do it. Here's Here's how to identify the dimensions I talked about here, like to understand the motives of why we do what we do. Um, and actually, and it, it also includes the, the connection tracking system. Um, and that's at referralsonrepeat.com. And so it, it is designed, it's, it's a low ticket, it's a low cost entry to get people doing this because we want people served more than I want to charge a million dollars for it. Um, simply because when you start doing this, you're going to do more and we'll, we'll continue to develop it. So it's, it's a super exciting thing. We're doing this from a place where everybody gets to win. Mm-hmm. Your customers win, your customers are involved, new customers are being helped. Like it, this isn't coming at the expense of anybody. Awesome. So, yeah. so I guess well, for the, the- is, is where our, our workshop is. So that's, that would be a, a great starting point. Okay, perfect. So we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Again, that's referrals on repeat if you want to get the win-win-win for everybody. Uh, I know I'll be checking it out myself now. I'm, I've, I want to explore this deeper too. So uh, any any parting words for everybody before we uh, hop off the line here? Oh, wow. I probably said enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, not at. No. Uh, I would just, I would just encourage people to start where they're at. Like, like take small, consistent steps. Reach out, show gratitude, tell stories of you know what that referral has done for somebody, um, and you, you can try that without even checking out our thing, and you'll find out that it works. Mm-hmm. And and so then if you you know if you want to come come with us, then we'll just help you do it further faster. Yeah, you can, you can find me mostly on Facebook. So if you tried that, um, find me on Facebook. I'd love to hear how that experience went. So feel free to friend me on Facebook. We always love meeting new people. Um, yeah, that's, and we're, uh, grateful to spend this time with you, Gary. Well, I, it was my pleasure. I'm so glad you were able to join us. Uh, Jody, Daryl, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, this was great. And, uh, for everybody at home, again, that was referrals on repeat. Be sure to check that out. Thanks so much for coming on today, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pipelineology podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to seeing you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.